What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the ATX Metal Podcast. Kick it with Kitty segment, one of our new segments that we're just launching. Uh, sorry for the delay. We've been a little out of pocket. I should say I've been a little out of pocket. Uh, life has decided to throw me a couple curveballs in the past handful of weeks. So um, anyway, let's move on. Uh, Kitty sits down with Jake Wyman of Nahaya. It's it's like, I mean, they could have gone on forever, but I'm just going to let you go ahead and get to the episode. Also, before we get to the episode real quick, I'd like to shout out Come and Take It Productions and Come and Take It Live. Those are the homies, Skylar, Alex, we love y'all, Anthony, Juicy, Wes, all you idiots. Well, you're not idiots. I'm, well, definitely been called worse, but <laughs> anyway... Here's the latest episode with Kick It With Kitty, Nahaya. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Kick It With Kitty part of the Austin, Texas metal podcast family. I'm your host, Kitty, and I'm the lead singer of Flooded Tomb. But more than that, I'm a big fan of all of the great music that Texas has to offer. And I'm super excited to be here today with my very special guest. He's one of my role models, both as a musician and as a human being. And it's time for him to introduce himself. Can you please say your name, the name of your band, and what you do in your band? Hey, yeah, I'm uh, Jake Wayman. I'm the vocalist for the band Ahia out of uh, San Antonio, Texas. Welcome, Jake. Thank you for being here with us. As I understand it, you haven't been in Ahia for a really long time. Um, so just so our listeners could be familiar with you, what are some other bands that you've been in? Uh, the most notable ones, I'd say. Uh, were uh, Avarice, which was kind of like a heavy seven-string, eight-string type of band, a uh, band called Wolvengard, which was kind of a little mellow death. Um, I was singing for Vesperian Sorrow for a good bit. I think I've been in a lot of bands, but I think those are the most notable ones because I think those are the only ones that like released material besides uh, VS. I didn't release anything with them, but I played some shows or whatnot. So yeah, uh, Nahai is my newest thing. Probably the thing I'm most happy to be involved with so far. So I can't wait to talk a little bit more about your influence over the band because all of the material you've done with them so far has blown me away. Uh, but first of all, I think people are wanting to know what has Nahaya been up to lately? We've been practicing weekly, uh, getting ready for our shows. I guess by the time this is be out, we're, we are going to be having a show this weekend in San Antonio, uh, it's going to be my second show with the band. Uh, it's going to be David, our drummer's first show with the band, and like our first show back after everything kind of got shut down and then after our album release. So it's kind of a big thing for us. Um, and then we have a show October 2nd. I think it's at Vibes in San Antonio with Silent Planet and Dying Wish. Um, and then you and I are playing one together October 15th, uh, and then as well as uh, Decimate and then uh, All Life Dies. So, yeah, it's going to be great. I didn't know that your first show back is going to be your second show with Nahaya. So was your first show with them before 
yeah everything was just everything was just popping off then like it was kind of like we had a run of shows that were going to happen and the first show was that come and take it uh, which was cool because that's my first time ever playing there you know so i've been there a bunch i've never been able to play it was cool but yeah we we're pretty much playing to you know the, the other bands and maybe you know little friends or family that were there for those bands headlining band uh jesse the guy from uh, all life dies uh, you'll be meeting him on in october uh, his whole band just like bailed. He ended up doing an acoustic set because because everything was so scary then. You know what I mean? So it was just when everything was popping off and then, yeah, that was my only show I got to play with him, unfortunately. I was, I was, really, I was really geared up, but I think, I, I'm glad we're, we're kind of coming out now after the record's out. People can kind of hear the music and decide if they like it or not, if they like me and the band or not. They can kind of decide if they want to come out and check it out or not. It's, Whereas like when I was playing before, nobody had really heard anything yet. That is a good point. Oh, actually, just for context, how long have you been in Ohio? When did you try out? Thinking, I know it was in 2019. I think it was, I think it was, no, it was like, I don't remember what month, but I know it was in 2019. I don't remember how long exactly, but um, it feels like a while, but it really hasn't been. Um, I think it feels like a while because I get along with the guys really well and I'm really happy about the project. But uh, yeah, uh, I know it was in 2019. So yeah, I've been with them for a little bit. We just haven't gotten to really play or anything, you know. Well, that raised a question for me. What was it about Nahaya that made you really want to be a part of the band? Um, I like the music. Music's good. I'm, you know, I'm familiar with stuff like that. Um, I think, to be honest, it's, it's going to sound kind of cheesy, but I, I really like the personality of the guys in the band. Like Samir is such a positive guy. You know, he really was just like, okay, I like being around this guy. He's really positive. He's really motivating. Dan's really down to earth, really nice. Yeah, uh, John's in there too. We get along and I don't know. Yeah, the music's really good too. I'm, you know, familiar with the, you know, the Swedish death type stuff. I'm, always, I'm cool with that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm a fan. I grew up on that stuff. But uh, yeah, I, I'd say uh, I just, it's just good energy. It's just nice to be in a band with like good energy, positivity, you know, um, been in a lot of bands, a lot of different personalities and whatnot. And it's nice to be like kind of everybody's like real level headed and uh, motivated and, and everybody's a good musician too. So that's always a plus. I'm so excited to see Nahaya with you on vocals for the first time, because the last time I saw them was uh, with their old lineup and mm -hmm. they blew me away even then. But it was after you joined you know, because I have been following you from Vesperian, that I was such a fan of you as a vocalist. And in my opinion, you really brought something new to Nahaya. But would you say that your presence in the band has changed like their sound or maybe their aesthetic at all? Yeah, I mean, anything, anytime you bring a new vocalist and I think it's going to change the dynamics. I mean, you're going to have somebody probably that can kind of do something similar to the uh, previous person. But you know, like, I, I think they liked the dynamic where I could sing and scream. I know that was a big thing. I know, like, Dan told me personally, he really liked the chorus for Deific. That was one of the songs I tried out. Like, the songs I tried out for them were the songs you hear on the record. Like, I was pretty much like, oh, uh, so I, I can do your old songs and learn them and stuff. But, like, let me just show you what, if you have me in your, if you bring me in your band, this is what the new songs will sound like with me. It just kind of made sense. So I think it's... Yeah, I think it's definitely different. Like, I have a different tone than the other guy. I have different subject matter that I write about than the other guy. I love, you know, I love the uh, past stuff. It's awesome. 
it's a cool thing you know we're going to be doing one old song and that will probably like change like we might throw maybe one or two different ones into the set but i'm definitely looking forward to playing like the new stuff you know what i mean i mean i could also mention like bringing in david as a drummer changes the dynamic as well like he's completely different than zach you know what i mean david personally was somebody that like I wanted to play in a band with forever. I'd be annoying this dude like, yo, let's start a black metal band or something like that. You know what I mean? So having him in there is different. Having John in there is different. Uh, he's he's writing a bunch of new material and stuff and he, he's killing it. So I think I think it's kind of like a whole new band. Like we could play the old songs. We practiced a couple of them. But yeah, it's definitely like, a, I think it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's a whole new sound. You know, it's. I've noticed that, like you said, you're using the melodic vocals to full effect. And I've seen some videos on Facebook of you and Samir singing together. Is that something that you're trying to do more, bring more melodic vocals? Oh, yeah. Um, so live, it's going to be it, it's it's going to be different than the record. Like it, like the patterns and the lyrics and everything are the same. But I'm definitely like doing different screens like all the cleans will be in the same place everything will be the same place but instead of doing all mid-range like i did on the on the, on the record uh, i'll be doing like full range highs and lows and stuff and whatever just to kind of make it fun you know i think when i was recording it i was just like i think i was listening to that iowa record from slipknot and i just love that harsh mid-tone thing and at the time i was like yeah let me try to do that i've never done that before i've always been so many he's like i'm gonna do all these ranges i'm like let me just try to get one solid kind of clear tone back to your question sorry samir is going to be singing on stage with me um he's gonna be doing some of the screaming some of the singing he's gonna be doing the cleans on a uh, vital and then in the future uh yeah he's he's gonna be up doing lead vocals with me like on the next record and from there on like he's doing vocal lessons like every song we've been writing now for the next record he's doing the choruses like he sounds great me and him are going back and forth we're working on some music that's not even like completely metal like we're trying to kind of i don't know go outside of the bounds of everything and just experiment and a lot of that does have to do with clean singing so um we're both kind of working at it and working on tone and an ear tone and everything to kind of make sure we're matching and right and then he's taking lessons and whatnot so yeah you're gonna hear a lot of him like live and then in the future on recordings it's gonna be it's gonna be killer I'm super excited. And that's actually a good point. You've done metal from across the spectrum. You've done everything from, you said, you know, that lower in seven string stuff and eight string to almost black metal, like folky metal, symphonic mm -hmm. black. And you've shown so much range in that whole thing. I remember I was listening to Avarice and listening to your different tones on top of each other. Mm -hmm. Do you have any formal training in either growl vocals or clean singing? None. It's, it's all completely just practice. Yeah, I think I think it's practice. I know it's practice because I think anybody could do vocals. I think because I couldn't sing at all. I, could, I, I was I was shit at singing completely. And then I, I uh, worked at it a lot. I was out in the garage just trying and trying and trying and trying. And eventually I got something. I figured it out and I'm still working on it. I still have to work on like ear recognition and like getting my throat and my ear to match you know what i mean we have something in your head and you have to hit this certain key there's still things i have to learn and there's, there's vocal lessons i need to take um still i'm nodding like i know what you're talking about. well i'm just i'm just <laughs> saying like I, I i i haven't had any formal training but i have played with a lot of bands and i have done a lot of practicing but i i would like to take some lessons i think it would be really nice to get some like training maybe proper not on not on screaming as much but on uh, singing for sure 
Oh, no, I was saying like, I commend you. You were talking about like ear recognition and everything. That's why I don't sing clean. It intimidates me because sometimes I can't hear myself anyway. Mm -hmm. Props to you because it sounds like you're always pushing yourself to do something new. Yeah, uh, I think I think keeping an open mind towards music can um, open doors for you. Because I know if I was just doing the things that I was doing with like Avarice or any band that I was in at a certain point in time. And I never really explored any genre of music, other, other genre of music, even though it's all metal, but they're within metal, there's a large spectrum, you know? Um, I think I would, I probably wouldn't have any other opportunities. You know what I mean? I, I think like if I had, if I wasn't into like uh, Mon Amarth or Sinferum or, or open to trying out some of the more obscure, like uh, Scandinavian bands, um, like Borknagar, uh, which was a big influence on Wolvengard, which is the next band I did after um, Avarice. And Borknagar was like the band that made me like determined to like, I want to learn how to clean sing. Like this band is so sick and it's completely different than anything you'd hear over here in America. It's just a completely different vibe. So listening to things like that, you know, they it, it's opened me to different bands, you know what I mean? From there into VS and then I'm doing this. And then even from this on, like, you know, I listen to so many things outside of metal. Um, so, does, so does Samir and so does John. And we're all now like, we got this real metal record out. We're all kind of trying to be like, okay, how can we do the most extreme stuff? But then also things that are just completely different. Maybe like we could find things that are different and bring to the genre. Cause there's already so many bands that sound like Insomnium or sound like At The Gates already. So maybe we could mess around and figure some other things out. I know I said I wasn't going to talk a lot and let you do most of the talking, but I just have to say again, you're one of my inspirations. I learn so much from you every time I talk to you. But <laughs> Thank you. I always enjoy it. So we were talking about the different influences that you have in your band. And I was noticing in your new album, Vital Alchemy, which is incredible, by the way. Thank you. I was listening to the album and kind of the first half, it was kind of like a road trip tour of my favorite band. I was like, whoa, that sounds like, you know, Old in Flames. That sounds like Dark Tranquility. And then in the middle, I heard this strong, like Texas groove start going mm -hmm. on. Uh, was that on purpose that you decided to combine those elements? Well, premise the whole record was written by um, Dan. Because uh, I guess the other guitar player had stepped out and then John had just stepped in. So I think Dan just had, he had just a bunch of riffs he just wanted to get out. And I think that was just one of the ones that I'm, I'm guessing you're talking about like Incubator or I'm not really sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I know he like, he had uh, wanted to do this like slide part at the beginning of it. Yeah, I think he was just kind of experimenting a little bit, wanting to try something different, which I think is really good because that's, one of the songs we got a lot of compliments on when we like shopped it out and everything. And I think it also is a good like indication for people that listen to the music to like, they know that we're going to maybe try to kind of move into other things, try other, try other genres, mixing, melding, you know, still, still be metal, but have some other stuff going on, you know? So I'm glad that song came together. It's like one of the, uh, well, it became a single. We decided to use it as a single. It's like one of our favorite in the set. I think it's going to go over really well live. Has that been your most popular song or do you get any feedback on which songs the fans uh, like the best? I don't know. It seemed like Vital, this, the the album title or the, yeah, the album track uh, did the best on overall on YouTube. I'm not sure. I Yeah, I, I know a lot of people like DFIC, but yeah, I think Incubator went over really well. Like I know when we were like shopping it to 
labels and stuff like that was one of the ones we got a lot of compliments on where like that song's really awesome you guys should try more stuff like that you know like you guys have you're on to something there you know what i mean so that that was kind of cool um yeah and, and also yeah when i chose some people that song they would say that it's pretty unique which i would take as a uh, compliment it's always cool to i don't know have somebody think something is a little different than the you know everything else going on so it's hard to kind of stand out there's a lot to uh sift through a lot of music a lot of metal so for me personally nahaya and especially your new album sounds super unique i haven't heard that combination of sounds in i think in quite a while maybe like the defaced a long long time okay. ago cool but not in that same balance as y'all do it mm-hmm. and i was gonna say incubator was a great choice for a music video and you've done two right two yeah yeah we did two videos yeah, two music videos and a lyric video. What made you choose the songs you did to do the videos? Um, we thought the ethic, even just from the start, like even when I had like tried the song out and everything, um, everything kind of fit so perfect. We just thought that was like one of the strongest songs, you know. And that, that going forward, that will probably always, I would assume that's probably going to be a song we have in the set for a long time. I think it's a really strong song. It's really fast, a lot of energy. I think the chorus is good. I don't know. We just thought it would be a really good. It also, that's like the first kind of like, here's the new band kind of thing. We thought it would be a really strong start. But like, here's the new drummer. Here's the new guitar player. Here's the new vocalist, you know? And yeah, and then Incubator just ended up being one that was just kind of unique. And we all just thought it was like, yeah, this song is kind of cool. It's different. You know, we should maybe do a video for this. So, yeah, we just kind of decided we liked those two the most, I guess. In both of your narrative music videos, there's so much going on visually. There's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of nature themes going on and a really great use of color, in my opinion. Who was responsible for kind of the visual concepts of those videos? Well, I'd have to give like the work to uh, Ruben from uh, he he plays a guitar in a band called uh, Upon a Burning Body. He does a lot of video work now and he seemed like a really good guy to work with. So we did Deific with him and it went over really well. So we decided to do another one. We did Incubator. Um, I, I guess as far as a lot of the visual concepts, I'd say myself. I know the other guys had some ideas they threw in there too. We shot the first one out at my family's ranch out in Blanco, Texas, which was awesome. That was something I've been wanting to do for a long time because it's such a cool space you know you're just out in nature and the day like the day we shot it was perfect too because it was like foggy and misty it was just like oh this is super metal you know what i mean but yeah you know like the part in the in between with like the smoke and all these different things we threw in there yeah they they were uh ideas they were my ideas and then i guess the second one uh yeah i had like a basic idea i had a friend i had one of my friends danny come out and she kind of acted in it and whatnot and i kind of just wanted it to be have a certain aesthetic or a certain vibe to it. Um, the second one was kind of influenced by this movie. It's a Welsh movie called um, A Dark Song, and it's kind of a, a metaphysical, kind of mysterious type movie. And I just like the vibe of that. So I was like, hey, maybe we should try doing something like that for this. And the guys kind of just go along with it. They're, they're cool with like whatever ideas, especially at least for these songs, you know. Speaking of metaphysical influences, I could be completely off base. Correct me if I'm wrong. I personally got the impression from the older Nahaya before you joined that there were a lot of alien, like cosmic, extraterrestrial themes. And then in Vital Alchemy, your first release with them on vocals, there were a lot of metaphysical themes. Yeah. So I, I it's kind of funny because like I'll ask the guys about 
these, some of these things. And they told me that a lot of the art, they kind of just had a guy make the art. And then a lot of the lyrics are just like personal lyrics. They're not even really, they don't even really go together all that much. Like I know there's some alien stuff. Like I know, I don't know, but I'm assuming that the song Hell Ascending on the second EP is like uh, influenced by uh, New Horizon, or by, uh, not New Horizon, uh, Event Horizon that horror movie i don't know if you've seen it but there's like a quote from the movie and stuff so i think there's some there's some sci-fi stuff in there but i think that's kind of like an angle they took but a lot of the lyrics were like personal lyrics you know it's funny though because the the band symbol is actually something i had uh tattooed on my wrist prior to me joining the band so i thought that was some kind of cool synchronicity kind of going on um this this i have to like tell them what it is. they don't even know what it is and i'm telling like it's the sri yantra and it it symbolizes you know these it symbolizes this certain cosmic communion between uh great the great beyond the great uh great consciousness or whatever and then the the human spirit and they thought it was really cool and i'm like well i just i think it's cool that you guys had the symbol and then i had the symbol and that's kind of a weird synchronicity you know you would i would say and then yeah as far as the stuff that i did on this record yeah it's not really sci-fi i uh i was doing sci-fi lyrics with previous band i was with bs and i wasn't really feeling it i love sci-fi but it's not necessarily something i enjoy writing i kind of have to force myself to write it because i'm just not i'm not inspired by it or anything i kind of i kind of have to be inspired by something to like have words come out on a page so but the guys are cool about it they're like yeah you know they like the lyrics i thought it was a cool idea to go and do a record based on these things and it was, i think it was something i needed to get out was like you know i like i like reading up a, a, a lot of books about concepts and spirituality or uh, existentialism and all kinds of things from all around the world and kind of to give me a broad spectrum or a broad perspective of, I don't know, people and their ideas and not just me here in Austin, Texas, what I think. It's nice to know kind of, you know, other ideas and also like ancient ideas. It's really, it's really interesting. So to be able to like, take some of that influence from some of those things and put it into lyrics and have them in a song. It's cool. So I know this is a lofty question and I hope it's not an imposition on you in any way, but would you say that Nahaya is helping you self-actualize as a musician? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say it's like the, definitely like the ne next step on my journey. I think that this is, um, I think, all the bands I've been in and whatnot, they've all been kind of journeys and they've all been kind of leading up to this band. And I, I do feel very at home with this band and the people in it. So I think that in a way it is like a self-actualization where it's like I finally found a good group and I'm get, finally getting to kind of express my thoughts clearly without any kind of, I don't know, negative like emotional wash where last bands where I maybe had all these negative emotions I need to get out or maybe I had something I wanted to express, but I really didn't have the words or the insight to express it. And now with this band, I feel like I have, I'm a little bit older and I'm a little bit more able to express myself like clearly on what I want and what I think like I want to talk about. Like the next thing we do probably won't be based in metaphysics or anything like that. Um, it'll probably be something else, but I think it'll be very genuine and true to self, but it, it won't have any, uh, what can I say? I don't want to say immature, but I, I don't know. I guess, yeah, more, like you said, self-actualized kind of uh, vibe to it or whatnot. I don't know. Yeah, I'd say yes. That makes me so happy to hear because from what I've heard, 
of you with the band. It sounds like a perfect fit. Thank you. And now it is time for fan questions. Technically, all of these have been fan questions because I'm a huge fan of Nahaya, but you'll have other fans besides me. So Gio asks, Nahaya has hinted that their new record is sonically different in approach. And how so? And what's the motivation for this change? I think it's sonically different just because there's uh, new people involved. I think new people is going to bring, you know, there's going to be different influences. Like having David on drums, it's he plays different than Zach does. You know, he has a different style. He has a different background. He has a different idea of what he wants. Myself, I have a different vocal tone. I, yeah, I sing differently, scream differently. And I also just have different ideas. And then I say also, even though Dan's been in the band, I think the music on this record is different because he pretty much did it entirely himself. There wasn't another guitar player there to work off. So you didn't have it. it you, you didn't have that dynamic where you did on the other two records. So, and like I said, I think, yeah, it's like with songs like Incubator and then like songs like um, Agori Fires, like near the end, I think there's some things in there that are kind of little, uh, you know, soft, mellow parts or whatnot. We're kind of trying some things with, um, and I think it's a cool jumping off point where it's like, here's a metal record. There's a couple little things that are different. We're not reinventing the wheel or anything. It's still a very like American mellow death type record, but I think it gives us the confidence of like, okay, we really got this thing down. Maybe, you know, in the future we can do this and then we can go on a drift off and try some other things too. Gio had another question for you and he asked, has the pandemic helped or hindered your progress since most of the members of Nahaya are in multiple bands? Well, it definitely hindered recording because we had the studio shut down, I think like twice on us or something like that. Um, and then we had lost a drummer. We had Zach initially playing with us. I mean, we gained David, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, it's hindered us in the sense we haven't been able to play live. But like at the same time, it's kind of cool that we're coming back after putting the record out so people can hear it and decide if they like it or not, want to show up. And then it's been, I don't know, having people in different bands, it all, we always kind of make it work. We're not, we don't have some kind of crazy schedule. We kind of meet up once a week or whatnot. Um, so we still get, we still get together. But as far as recording, I would say, yeah, it was, it was kind of a struggle getting in there, stopping, starting, stopping. You know, that was kind of a thing. And then also, you know, worrying about like, oh, you know, somebody might have COVID and now we're all having to like get checked and, you know, and I think a lot of bands are going through that kind of stuff though. So it's pretty common. I definitely want to circle back to those ideas. I just wanted to finish our fan questions section because we have a really important question coming up, which sure. is Bobby asked, what is your favorite item from AGB? Yeah, uh, definitely uh, the stakes. Big fan. Good man. And a related question of my bandmate, Rob, asked, when you're eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, do you prefer the peanut butter to be on the bottom or the top? Oof, that's tough. Um, damn, I, I think the bottom. Yeah, yeah because it's, bottom. it's a foundation, right? You don't want the jelly leaking through to the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I would do it any other way. I don't know. I just feel like that's like a natural out of the womb type thing. You know, you just know to do that. <laughs> Since instinctual. <laughs> so I have another fan question for you. It's from Phil from Whore Bethlehem, my last guest. And he asked, what are some local bands or some bands from around this area that you're a fan of? And it doesn't have to be necessarily in Texas, but... 
Maybe some new oh, um, I'll do Texas bands. It's cool. Um, no, I'm a fan of Horror Best Lamb. I've listened to. I really enjoyed that last the last thing they put out. I, I can't remember if it was an EP or a full record. You, was it a full record? Was the last EP? thing I remember is Extinguish the Light. I don't know if there was like. Yeah. I, oh, or maybe it was. Just, I don't know. I, I remember the whatever the last thing they put out. I enjoyed that. I thought they were a good band. I've seen them play. I think I've seen them play with like Suffocation, some other shows too. They're really, really, really great band. I think Flesh Hoarder is really cool. I think Kenyon is really cool. I think Thanatos is really cool. Ariel, your band, Flooded Tomb is, is killer. I'm trying to think who else is really good. I, I don't know. I, I think a lot. Of, there's a lot of really good bands. Oh, The Ansible from here in Austin. They're amazing. Uh, Really, really good. I, I really love the last couple songs they put out too. Really, really talented guys. I, I'm hoping that Avarice will get to go do a couple new songs with Greg. We've been Steve and I have been talking to Greg about going and doing an EP. We have music. We just need to go. We just need to like get it completely demoed and then go record it with Greg. Yeah, and he said he's down. So I'm, I'm hoping that we can get that or make that happen. You know what I mean? Big yeah, big fan. Big fan of them. They're great. They're great. Uh, Fire from the Gods is awesome. Uh, Pond of Burning Body is awesome. I'm trying to think who else is really cool around Texas. Uh, who am I missing? What's another really good Texas band? It could be even just a, a big band. I don't even know. A bunch of great my bands from here. My show is based on Texas metal. And I froze up when you asked me. There's so many. There's, there's so Ad- many good ones. There's a Dwanton that came out uh, with members from Vex. Yeah. There's Forbode. They're putting out an album soon. Witch Cryer. Oh. Oh shit! I'm I'm so stupid. Uh, Oceans of Slumber is yeah. fucking amazing. Yes, 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 yes. Amazing. Before I knew Samir, I had bought that record, that first record. I was like, this is amazing. It was like, just made my heart melt. And then, uh, you know, any any you know any of the side stuff from any of those guys, you know, like Malignant or uh, any 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 of the stuff pertaining to those members are sick. You know. Necrofire, that's the band. Yeah. Yes. Couple, the couple singles. I was trying to, I was blanking on the name. Yeah, the couple singles, uh, they're sick. Uh, really looking forward to the full thing. They blew yeah. me away when I saw them with Goat Whore and Frozen Soul, which, you know, shout out to yeah. Frozen Soul, obviously. Yeah, Frozen Soul. We, yeah. We yeah, both yeah. know that you yeah. like them because you mentioned them in one of your earlier interviews. And yeah. I mean, that's the beauty of doing this podcast. We could be here all day and night naming bands. If we didn't name your favorite Texas band just now, you know, listen to future episodes. We'll probably have them on the show. We'll be talking about them. Mm-hmm. And also, I'm going to be really embarrassed if Whore Bethlehem put out an EP or single after Extinguish the Light because they were my guests last week. How embarrassing. Okay. I should yeah, know it's, that. It's all right. <laughs> I did really enjoy their, their uh, yeah, that last thing they put out. I thought it was really good. So they're killer. Well, honestly, Jake, like I said, I have a blast every time I talk to you. I learn so much every time I talk to you. But before I let you go, do you have a message for all of the Nahaya fans out there? Um, yeah, if you're still a Nahaya fan after the transition of the band, uh, thank you. That's cool. I appreciate it. Um, I'd say, yeah, we got these different shows coming up. We have I don't, the episode will already be out. But yeah, we have the show coming up this weekend. We have a show in San Antonio Vibes on the 2nd. We have a show on the 15th of uh, October at Kick Butt Coffee in Austin. And then we have another Austin show. I think it's in November. just hasn't been announced. And then, yeah, I guess you could look out for uh, more music. We're picking up speed on writing another record. And hopefully we can get something out. I don't know, maybe next year or early next year or something like that. That'd be cool. 
so yeah uh, and i just say thank you for the support appreciate it i can't wait to hear the new music coming soon thank you so much for being here with us jake appreciate it thank you had a great time thank you everyone I am the